I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The National Obsession with John Cadogan. Charlie Baker. Yes, this is the National Obsession with me, uh, John Cadogan. And the fact that I'm leading the proceedings off can mean only one thing. Uh, and it's that I'm here in the studio in London's glamorous Waterloo by myself. Yes. Joining us by Alexander Graham Bell's wonderful telephone. Uh, but I mean, it wasn't his. I mean, he got a newer one than that. It's Charlie yeah. Baker. Charlie, Hello. how are you? I am where they call South of Trowel. Which is... Leicester. <laughs> Leicester. Is South that where you Trowell. are? That's what the Leicester marketing board started to say. I know they found King. Who was it? King Richard? King, uh, it they found? Yeah, Richard III, yeah. In a, in a car park. In a car park. They've dropped, that. They've dropped that, and they now say, we're just South of Trowel. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Richard III was very much... They believe the key to Leicester's uh, turnaround, yeah, wasn't it? And revival, winning the Premier League, whatever that is. Yeah. I wonder I if... Have other, I have other theories I about, mean... about Leicester's win of the league, but I can't say them legally <laughs> on, on a public platform. No, you can't. I think I know what you're going to say, but no, you definitely can't. <laughs> but I do wonder if Torquay's turnaround was partly to do with Gary Johnson, but I wonder if they uncovered... Um, a sort of a dead like, monarch in in oh, yes. like the willows the or something. Tore up, tore up garden. Yeah, maybe they uncovered a comedian who died on stage at like the the talk at like the pavilions those, or something. Like, a few of those. <laughs> the summer season in the seventies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that maybe. Yeah, someone like that had turned up. Like, um, not one of the crankies. They're both still alive. <laughs> yeah, they're still very much uh, with us. One of the grumbleweeds. Oh yes, you mentioned them before. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to bring the grumbleweeds back. On this podcast, this is the most... international obsession, John. We've not mentioned <laughs> football once. Well, I mean, we've only been going a minute. Let's. Uh, we many, don't want to go ap- too early. Many apologies for. Uh, I'm in Leicester. The Skype isn't working, and we couldn't have another blank week, John. No. And then I'm in Devon for the rest of the week for half term. The downside is podcast on the phone line. Upside is I get to go to see Talkie Dulwich Hamlet, oh. and I get to go, and I get to go to Trago Mills, and 
I get to see the world's tallest goalkeeper. That, so, I mean, you are living the dream there. Yeah, Let's I've be honest. I've forgotten my shirt, John. I've forgotten my new shirt. Oh, no. Oh. Well, I wore mine for the first time on Saturday, and it is, it's its a oh, lovely dear. piece of kit. But, it's, John, uh, very nice. they lost. They but did they lose. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> they lost. They did lose. There is that. As the National Obsession is the away kit sponsor, official away kit sponsor of Liam Davis, talking yeah. about left back. Since we've sponsored him away, I think we've lost more away games than we've well, won. Well, I did have to say, I mean, Liam Davis was pretty much directly responsible for Welling's second goal. Oh, Two missed tackles. That, In a chat, we paid 150 quid for this! <laughs> were, you, were you trying to get a photo with him at the time? <laughs> like, I'm due a photo! <laughs> where's, my, where's my end of season party ticket? <laughs> more on that game in, in Talkie yeah. Corner. We'll talk about it later, but, I, but you know my thing, John. If you get cocky, the girls get cocky. Yeah. We, we it all falls apart. This. It's Woking tonight. Woking yeah. play their game in hand tonight. They could, go, could they go top tonight, John? They could, they go, top could go top tonight. I think we should have a little, before the end of this podcast, a little sort of ritualistic, like a rain yes. dance. Oh, sort yeah. of a Hemel. Board, Can we celebrate all that's good about Hemel mm. before the end of this podcast? Could... I think we better had. Yeah. What is good about Hamill? Let's find out. Hey, John, what's coming up in the podcast? Let's work it out, because I'm not sure either of us have much of an idea. Have well, we've got, got, got some news. We've got, got news. plenty of news. News are oh, plenty. Oh, lovely. Now, uh, yes, uh, I'm assuming we've got some stuff from last week's <laughs> I mean, I can neither confirm nor deny that this is going to be a rehash of the <laughs> last week's lost episode. There will be the a certain element show. of that. Yes, that is... For those who, who uh, for some reason, weren't with it, last week's episode is lost forever. Stuck. It's stuck in a building in London Bridge and we can't get it off any of the computers there. Uh, That's it. If only it was was the Christmas episode. (laughs) At some point, those computers will be hopefully connected to the internet, which would be helpful. And then we can release that episode like a, a lost dad's army. Yeah, uh, or the BBC, go, you know, deleted. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. What else we got? Well, I think we've got to hear from the, uh, the another little children's story from the, just something for the kids, uh, with the tiny little goalies of the National League South. Yeah, we will. We'll be hearing that. Yeah, uh, we'll have a little focus on. We're, we're focusing on the North at the moment, so we'll bring that to you. Yes, lovely. Uh, Talkie Corner, a match report. Talkie Corner, maybe some letters, John. Maybe some letters as well. It's all in there, isn't it? It's, it's all, all there, there, really, isn't it? What more could very, you very want, good. for goodness sakes? Hey, can I just give a little shout-out and a big thank you to Mr Garley, one who's FOF number... Oh, John, have we thought it's a It's yet? a low number. Well... That is it. That is a disgrace. The FOF situation is a complete farce. We gave out a FOF number two weeks ago to someone who already had one. Um, It's a problem. Double FOF. (laughs) It's the first ever double FOF. Um, (laughs) But I need to find the episode where we did a roll call and then I'll make Uh, a definitive list. The problem is I can't can't remember which episode that was. <laughs> you can't be bothered. Is the real answer? Well, there's only so I mean, much time a, in the that day. That might be a job for Gammy D. That might be a job do for Do you know Gammy what? D. That is a great idea because he doesn't do much for his days. Um, exactly. I've, I've, right, you're right. I'm seeing him this weekend, so we will. Uh, yeah, very good idea. Hey, uh, what news have we got? Better start in the National League. Uh, some a few shock results this weekend. To be honest, makes the title race very interesting in the National League. To start off away from that, Hartlepool one four nil at Boreham Wood. Uh, two Ooh, goals, that's two a good goals, result, isn't it? Two goals, my old mate Nick uh, Kabamba. Nick and Nick Kabamba. 
He scored two. I can't, uh, I can't join in too much on well, the music because no, you can't. there's a huge lag. <laughs> uh, Wrexham, they won 3-2 at Haven't, so Wrexham pushing Ooh. their way back at the table. Leeds Norient lost yeah. 1-0 yeah. at home to Maidenhead, which all means uh, it's all very much worked in the favour of our favourite team, Solly Moors. Yes! Who remain top of the league. A two-all yeah, draw, draw with Barnet. draw looked like a bad result and then everybody else lost. Yeah, John. so fantastic news. Sunny Hole Moors are, are top of the league with 64 points. Sunny Hole did release some news this week. They're going to improve Damson Park. This is, I think I'm a bit worried about this. It's uh, they've gone a bit early. They're going to improve Damson Park to meet football yeah. league requirements. Oh, they shouldn't have announced that. Yeah, I know. They, they said well, work, the work will be undertaken over three phases will be completed by July 2020. The first phase includes installing uh, over a 1,000 capacity all-seater stand before Saturday. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know whether they're just bringing it in on a truck or something. I don't know. But yeah, it, the first the phase one... Happening. Phase one what done the by Saturday. <laughs> I would just keep it. I think keep it on the down low, Solly. Come on, we yeah, want you to. We want you to on. go up. Uh, other uh, interesting on. results uh, as well. Uh, Dennis Politic uh, scored a goal, reminis- <laughs> reminiscent of new Salford co-owner David Beckham. He scored it for Salford. David Beckham was there to watch Dennis Politic scoring a goal from the halfway line. Uh, he's obviously got his own current affairs show, The Week in Politic, yes. uh, which yeah. only, only goes out in Salford. But uh, Dover did fight back in that game, uh, boosted their survival hopes with a surprise away win at Salford, 3-1. Wasn't that lovely, David Beckham turned up to see that? It was, yeah, it was good. Welcome, welcome to the National League. <laughs> he also saw Bobby Joe Taylor, our old mate, scoring for Dover. Bobby Joe Taylor. Taylor. Country and Western Bobby singer Bobby Joe BJT. Taylor, of course. Oh, yes. BJT. So that was the National League. So, yes, yeah, Sully Holmore's on top, Wrexham, Leighton Orient, yeah. Fylde, Salford, Gateshead and Southern in the players and still... It's so tight, John. It's so tight. Very I can't tight. Tell, I can't tell you who's going to win it. And down at the bottom, haven't the Waterlooville. Aldershot seem, for all the money, like they're, they're, they're dead out. and buried. Maidstone and Braintree. Tell should me we, about the National League I South, was going to say, should we drop down into the National League South? Uh, a few up, interesting... Oh, well, yes, we'll very much go up into the National League South. It was Billericay 2, Eastbourne 0. Uh, Eastbourne, by the way, announced a new manager today. Do you see Mark yes. McGee? Oh, uh, is, um... I once had a curry, not with him, <laughs> next to him. Oh, OK. It's a bit of a showbiz story, isn't it? <laughs> Pangbourne in Berkshire. Oh, well, I think we should... Uh... <laughs> so, I was in... I'm talking probably 20 years ago, John. Yeah. Uh, we were in, uh, I'm going to say the Eastern Eye in Pangbourne. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the curry house I use in Newton Abbott. They Eastern used to spay sponsored Torquay for a little while, weren't they? Back of the shirt uh, sponsors. They? Yeah, they were, I think Starting so. Things, it? Yeah. And uh, I said, I looked next to us, there was Mark McGee. What was he having doing? Having a curry. There? Having a curry, John. What that's on earth was he doing in Newton Abbott? No, he wasn't in Newton Abbott. I'm saying the Eastern Eye. This was in Pangbourne. Oh, in, right. Just outside Reading. Oh, when I he was Reading manager. Oh, I see. Sorry. That's what, that's what he was doing there. But right. I, I couldn't. Well, I couldn't remember the name of the Pangbourne Curry House. So ah. not, to, not to be racist and just make something <laughs> up. 
Well, yes, but... Well, I, went, I went with the definite name of a curry house I'd been in. <laughs> so I, I was trying to work out why he'd be Newton Abbott. I mean, maybe he's a fan of Trago Mills. I mean, who knows? But uh, Mark McGee uh, lives... Who isn't a fan of Trago? He lives in Brighton. He's local to Eastbourne. Oh, he's a former Brighton manager. Lovely. So he's dropped down to help Eastbourne for the rest of the season. Uh, so yes, other scores uh, in the uh, National League South. It was uh, Chelmsford 1, uh, East Thurrock nil. So Chelmsford keeping They're up coming, the pressure. John. They're coming. They're coming. Don't, uh, don't question the Nationalists. As the Nationalists said, they're keeping up the pressure at the top. They've cut that deficit now. They're on 56 points. We're top with 60. Oh. So it's all oh, to na- play for. Nationalo News. Nationalo News, actually. On our Twitter feed, at Pod. Matty Hayward's been in touch, sent us something about Barnet. It's Martin Allen returns to the hive, and he's there, but he's just doing a talk. But yes. that's obviously what the Grand Nationale meant. Oh, I see. Oh, a way out for... Yes, not a way out. It's obviously what he's predicting. 100% record. He's not doing badly. Still, still, not not doing badly, John. He's perfect because still a 100% record. If he is correct about Chelmsford winning the National League South, I'm going to... It will be the most unbelievable thing. I'm going to punch the Grand (laughs) Nationalo live on air. (laughs) Smack in the face. I'm going to whack him in the chops. If he's well, right, it's a shame. Listen, listen. Don't say his name again. I won't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, and also, I can't do his voice. Why <laughs> you wanna punch me, John? Why you wanna punch me? Uh, also in the National League South, it was uh, Concord Rangers two, Bath one. So Bath blowing uh, it, really blowing it. Uh, two goals for yeah. Concord from Alex Wall, uh, as the late great Dale Winton would say. Bring on the wall! <laughs> That's what they say when they when they bring him off the bench, obviously. Uh, yeah, uh, very good. It was a uh, Dulwich three, Hemel Hempstead three. A uh, Hemel were three 0 up before half time. Dulwich pulled it back. Last minute equaliser from Decarry Sheriff. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, shot Decarry Sheriff, shoot? but didn't shoot his shoot? deputy. Yeah, exactly. All that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Slough two, Dartford two. Uh, Slough had uh, Matthew Lynch uh, playing for them. May as well use him now, as so I have to give him up just after Pancake Day. And, uh, <laughs> and Woking to Western Supermare won. Boo. Boo. Hey, Woking. The National League North happened too, although in fact, a little yeah. bit of news to bring you. Kidderminster, uh, they lost 2-1 at home to York, but Kidderminster's goal was scored by the one and only Joe Ironside. <laughs> He wheeled himself onto the pitch. Wheeled him, wheeled him there, mate. Anyway, I think that's all the news. All the news on the National Obsession. The National Obsession. This is the National Obsession with me, John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Now, Charlie, I understand we have another instalment in the long-running series. I thought it was going to come and go very quickly, then. The tiny little goal is a tiny little goal in the national itself. And then there was a sudden plot twist. Yes. So um, I think it's covered in this week's story. I don't know. We'll find out. The tiny little goalies of the National League South. Lovely. Hello. Welcome to the tiny little goalies of the National League South. I'm in a grump, said little Harvey Rivers, five foot three. Me too, said Tom Lovelock, five foot two. Well, despite being a goalkeeper and so a massive man, other players, the average sized outfield ones, keep chipping the ball over my head. Me too, said Tom Lovelock, five foot two. And they started to cry. Woo! 
<laughs> Suddenly, the sky went dark and the sun disappeared. Is this the end of the world? said Harvey. Then he cried some more. <laughs> Suddenly, a very distant voice from far away said, Hello, lads. Is this the Nanolus Goalie Clock? Where's that coming from? said Tom. Look here, said the voice. They looked up, and way up in the sky was the world's tallest goalie, Simon Block Jorgensen. Hello, shouted Harvey. Who are you? I'm Simon, but you can call me Simon DJ. I'm the world's tallest goalie. I've just signed for Dulwich Hamlet. I heard you crying. What about? Being chipped, said Harvey. Well, I get chipped all the time, even me. The world's tallest goalkeeper, Simon DJ. Well, that makes me feel a lot better, said Tom Lovelock. Right, good, said Simon BJ. Let's get out of here before that Daniel Wilkes gets here and tries to break our f***ing legs. And that was the tiny little goalkeepers of the National League South. Didn't like the sound of that baddie at the end. He sounded terrible, wasn't he? Well, I don't like the sound oh, of him. I an awful bloke. Sorry, the terrible, terrible man. I'm sure we'll hear a bit more about him yeah. later on in Talkie Corner. But there we are. I think that was it, Charlotte. Well, I wonder if we'll get another instalment. We'll keep an eye on them. The National Obsession. It's time to focus on... Alfreton. 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 I've been there, I don't know. I've been altering them. Uh, well, they're all the same, aren't they? <laughs> no way, John. <laughs> you will be in so much trouble. <laughs> so I'm not, I mean, I'm never going to Alfreton, so... Oh, right, okay. okay. I won't worry about it. Uh, Tell me about Alfreton, John. So, Alfreton, uh, a club was formed in 1950... Oh, I, I don't have to do this. It was, uh, following the merger of Alfreton Miners Welfare and Alfreton United. Uh, a ground on North Street was provided by the council. Uh, they spent two years uh, in the Central Alliance League before switching to the Midlands League in 1961. They stayed there for a bit in the 80s. They went into Northern Counties League, oh, uh, and then spent most of the next sort of 20 years or so in the in the Premier Division of the Northern Counties. Finished fourth in 2003-2004, oh. which meant that they got placed into the brand new Conference North. Uh, in the first few seasons in the Conference North, they were sort of lower mid-table. Uh, but in 2008-2009, got yeah, into the... Pub- uh, in a minute, mate. Yeah, thanks. Oh, sorry. Carry on, John. I am there. <laughs> <laughs> 2008-9, finished third in the Conference North. Uh, got into the playoffs, uh, but didn't go up. Another unsuccessful playoff campaign followed the next season before they won the Conference North in 2011, earning promotion to the Conference National for the first time. 2014-15 got relegated back to the National League North where they've been ever since. Uh, They've won a few squad players. It includes uh, proper Northern players. Goalkeeper Sam Ramsbottom. He's in goal. Uh, Defender Joshua Clackstone. They also have Adam Curry. I often pop around uh, Adam's, Adam Curry's house for dinner. They also have Dec- I'm, just not, I'm just not interested in them, John. They also have Declan Bacon. Please for them. <laughs> he obviously great first great first thing in the morning. You've got to get Declan. Not bothered. And not bothered. 
Would you be more interested if you knew they had a player called David Lynch? Uh, obviously not uh, the not, not the surrealist daughter. film director. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is quite close to the Peak District, Twin Peak District. I don't know. Uh, he insists on a blue velvet kit. <laughs> <laughs> insists. There <laughs> he goes. The manager is a proper northern Billy Heath, uh, and it is a shame. Uh, it's a shame, really. The chairman isn't called Cliff. So when he phones me, yeah. go Heath, Heath, Cliff. It's me. Ah, lovely. Yeah. Do you want a few uh, uh, sort of notable people from Alfreton? I think we have to, don't we? We well, have to try. You're out yeah, of luck. Keep trying. You're out of luck, I'm afraid, because um, there's absolutely oh, no nobody. One. Um, no one there. A, a, oh, a painter who died in 1983. Who is that? Norman Whitehead. Oh, I bet he's good. I bet he's good. I've never didn't heard he of him. Didn't he play at age of 17 in the FA Cup? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, just absolutely nobody. A civil engineer from the 1700s. Oh, it's nothing. What's his name? Benjamin Outram. There we are. I, I'm with I you. I don't I care. I can't get up for it. I can't get up for it. Can you, John? I'm finding this so far. I mean, we've only done two, but... Anyway, was that focus on, John? I think so. In the absence of anything more interesting. On. Focus on Alfreton. The National Obsession. You're listening to The National Obsession with me, Charlie Baker, live from south of Trowell. Yes. Services, Leicester. And uh, John Cardigan back there in the studio. Good to hear you, John. Oh, thank you. Now, um, just before we get to Talkie Corner, uh, my friend rang me earlier with a really good quiz question. Classic sketch show. It's the clue, John. Classic sketch show, four, five, three, five. That's the four, numbers of, five. like a crossword, you know. Classic okay. sketch show, four, five, three, five. You might be a bit young for it, is all I'm thinking. Anyway, let's put it out there, at NatObsPod. You can find us on Twitter if you want to answer, try and answer that. Four, anyway, five, three, come on, John. Mm, interesting, isn't it? Is there, can I have a clue? No. <sighs> <laughs> I, don't believe, I don't believe in clues. <laughs> Anyway, should we go to Talkie yeah, Corner? Yeah, better Okay, this time, it's time for Talkie... <laughs> I've messed that up completely. This time, this it's time. time. This, time this time, it's time for Talkie... Time. <laughs> for Talkie <laughs> Corner. Lino. Lino, you Sort it out for f***'s sake. Fucking rubbish. Run faster, you f***ing Referee, you bastard. You from f***ing Cornwall. I mean, not to put too fine a point in it, but every time I mention Welling now, I'm going to have to sing this song because I'm simply, I'm not going back. And I am Welling United. I'm not going. I'm, I'm never going back. To Welling ever, ever again. Even if we get them in the playoffs, John. No, three times I've been now. We we don't. Yeah. We never win. It's bloody awful. It's a horrible <laughs> ground. It's a horrible area. It's just crap. I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I John hate it. I hate Furious. it. He hates Welling. Oh. Welling. 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 No. <sighs> oh gosh. Was it awful, John? It was bad. I mean, I mean, look. In the context of the season, mm. it was it's a blip. Uh, I've certainly I've seen us yeah. perform a lot worse um, yeah. down the years, yeah. 
But it was yeah. just, it was one of those where it, we, we didn't perform and you can take that. But it's when no one, it, no one, no one came out the blocks. No, they didn't come out the blocks. You think, well, it's okay, fine. We've been beaten. But it's when you get beaten, and then the other team starts doing the taking ten minutes to take every free kick oh, and falling God. over, and the oh, yeah. their managers yeah. on the sideline yeah. being an ass, and he just the yeah. whole and their fans are yeah. loving it, and I just hate it. I don't yeah. blame them for it because you know if but I was a Welling it, fan. You we know, I, that's it, exactly what I'd be wanting them, my players to do. Exactly. But I, it's so, as an opposition fan, it's so annoying. I hate it. It sounded like we got beaten up, John. Did we get we beaten did. up? They were the, you know, probably the most cynical and negative team I've ever seen us play. But we didn't, we didn't play our game. We we kind of fell no. into their hands. We lowered ourselves to their level. And I mean, all their keeper, as I put it up on on uh, on my Twitter, their keeper. Yeah wiped out Jake Andrews outside the box mm. with a tackle sort of mm. just below the knee. It should have yeah. been a red card. If an outfield player yeah. had done it, it's a red card. Yeah. The, the referee, who was abysmal all afternoon, um, only gave a yellow. And from that point, we sort of just kind of lost our heads, really. Um, oh, and dear. the referee let Welling's players get in his ear and he didn't oh, give us anything God. all afternoon. Sent Kyle Cameron off. It was daft from Kyle no, Cameron, oh, but it was two of the softest yellow cards we'll ever seen. Yeah. But he was... He was you know, it's exactly what Welling wanted, and it was just, it was like sort of that gamesmanship, like they, professional they performance from Welling. That, that sort of team, that's it's, what they do, isn't it? So yeah, they know how to do it. It's so frustrating. Really but the thing, the stupid, we were, they were appalling individual footballers. Like when we strung a few passes together, we we had a few moves that like they just couldn't cope with our no, passing. No. When we actually did it, it was brilliant, and yeah. and we ran rings around them. But we only so why did it. We, do that? we did it like a handful of times, where's and it was just massively where's, frustrating. Where's, why is Kalala not playing? I don't know. They're my question. The whole team lost their heads and had an off day. The fans lost their heads. I, yeah. At one point, I called the Welling physio the rudest word you can. Uh, no, and that, was John, a, that was the physio. Because, physio John. Well, because one of their players, their players went down feigning an injury, and then, oh. and then the physio just sort of trotted on at like half speed. And uh, yeah, that 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 tipped me over the edge at that point. Oh dear! Oh, it's a shame. But look, we're going to have these results. It's Torquay United, John. Yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't win all the time. We never do. We do seem to when teams get a bit physical, like Bath, like Billericay did early in the season, like Woking yeah. did. We don't yeah. quite rise to the occasion. So Gary has got to kind of sort that out. But. Like yeah. you said, we're not going to keep winning to the end of the season. Neither are Woking, neither are Chelmsford. Yeah. It's talky Dulwich on Saturday. Dulwich are in the relegation mire. Hopefully we win that. But crucially, it's Woking Hemel on Tuesday night. And yeah. if you like, just if you like, you know, as we look to kind of spur Hemel Hempstead on, and obviously by the yeah, time this comes out, we'll actually know how Hemel have done. But we don't. Come on, so Hemel. To work a bit of the national obsession magic, would you like some of the best things about Hemel Hempstead? Yes, please. Hemel Hempstead is famous for its magic roundabout. Oh, yeah. One like in Swindon. Yeah. A roundabout yeah. with about six mini roundabouts in it. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Yeah, it's on got a way f- out. Yes, yeah. famous magic roundabout. Hemel Hempstead claims to have the first purpose-built freestanding multi-storey car park in Britain. Oh, that's yeah. interesting, John. I like that. Yeah. It's quite good, isn't it? It's a good one, yeah. Um, at the Heathrow Airport holding area... Known as the Bovingdon Stack, lies just west of Hemel. 
on a, Blobbingdon stack on a, is a euphemism. <laughs> on a clear day, several <laughs> circling aircraft can be visible in the sky. Ooh, on a clear day, several circling aircraft can be seen in the sky. <laughs> Carry on. Hemel Hempstead also has an indoor ski slope. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. You know what? I quite like the sound of Hemel. I might move there. I'm, I mean, Hemel. I'm not going to move there. Uh, uh, but I like I'm it. I'm going to say, what, what, any more, John? So I'm going to give you a score prediction. Um, would you like any famous people from Hemel? I feel like we've done famous people from Hemel in, uh, in a focus yeah, on at some sure point. Yeah, we've done it before. I think, I think that's all the good stuff. The indoor, the indoor, indoor ski, ski school slope. is what, is what uh, took it for me, to be honest. Also, Roger Moore used to live there. Ah, so he would say, uh, tonight I'm going to be cheering on Hemel. Hemel Hempstead. Hemel Hempstead. John, the name's Hempstead. I'm saying to all to you. <laughs> to all, John. Oh, okay, yeah, I can, see, I can see Hemel getting a jaw. I'm saying and, uh, to all. Come on, Hemel. Come on, you Hemel. What are they, then? What? I'm what absolutely, are they? I don't know. Shall we look it up? John, for God's sake, we shouldn't know this sort of thing. Uh, the Tudors. Three. They're called oh, the Tudors. The, of course they're the Tudors, John. Come on, the Tudors. Come on, you Tudors. The National Obsession. It's time for letters from a listener. When you go, will you send back a letter from a listener? Hell, Christ. What a shame. Oh, God. And what people don't know is last week, we did it a cappella. Yeah. And it was, we were, we were flipping was, brilliant last week. It actually gave me tingles. It gave me like the, considering a, a folk career. <laughs> we were so good. Uh, just another reason, so I think, good. to release that great unreleased well, episode when find, I ever get my hands on it. If you ever find it, if you ever find it, John. Hey, John, any hey. letters? Yes, uh, and we better start with, uh, I mean, this is now we're looking back two weeks ago, uh, oh, yes. Lee Pettifer. Remember, last week, last week's letters, this week. Well, exactly. A couple of last <laughs> weeks, a couple of this week. Lee Pettifer got in touch two weeks ago uh, talking about rebuses. Remember National League rebuses? Oh, yes, badges rebuses, with sort yes. of images that describe yeah. the club, like Barrow, a B with yeah, an arrow through it. We could not work out. And then he gave us a few of his own rebuses. So it was... Yeah. Uh, Gemma Collins in front of a small yeah. village for a trendy South London outfit, which was Dulwich uh-huh. Hamlet. Uh, yeah. And then the other one he gave us, which we couldn't work out, was the former Notts County chairman's showreel representing half of the name of a club in Middlesex. Yeah, we could not get this, could we, John? It'd been we a long day uh, and we couldn't work it out. Anyway, Lee follows it up, saying, On the ice, gentlemen, many apologies for on almost ice, torturing you with last week's missive about rebuses or maybe rebuy. Just to say that the Middlesex club alluded to was Hampton and Richmond. A Hampton is rhyming oh. slang for a prick derived from oh, the settlement across the river from Kingston, Hampton Wick. So there we oh, go. Yeah. I get it. Well done. Thank you. Thank you, Excellent. Lee. Very, very good. Very, uh, very good. Gammy Knee gets in touch. Hello, oh, right. Gammy. Ah, oh, uh, Gammy. Ah, the top, top letters from Gammy Oh, Knee. yes, Carry another on. top letter. He says, good evening, Charlie, John and Joan. I hope this email finds the three oh. of you in good health. 
he says, oh, sorry, set yourself in, everyone. He says, I thought you'd be interested in the results of my accidental research into the history of the national obsession. Last week... I like that, I like that he's cataloguing it, John. <laughs> he says, last week, completely by mistake, I managed to click on the wrong episode of the podcast and found myself listening to episode eight. In the best tradition of Mastermind, I'd started, so decided I would finish. And what a great listen it was. Oh. You may not realise it, but that episode marked the first airing of so many of the features of the podcast that we now enjoy. Number one, the first mention for Joan Cardigan. Oh, Number two, the first live vocal rendition of Letters from a Listener. Oh, number, the ice. Number three, the first email. And number four, the first asking of the question, what the hell is going on at Sully Hole Moors? Episode eight. Well, we still don't know. And, and that's just an ongoing ride. question, isn't it? It's an uh, ongoing question. He says episode eight needs to be preserved for posterity. Please keep it up. Best regards, Gamini. So we're looking Thank you, at Gamini. episode eight is sort of genesis, really. For, yeah, uh, but, with, but with Peter Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it doesn't kind of go on for 58 minutes, to, yeah, going absolutely exactly, nowhere. Exactly. I wonder what we were all about for the first seven episodes, John. I dread to think, really. It, uh, hey, give Gamini that job of cataloguing the FOSS for us. I think he'd love it. He can we just... could then give him Treasurer or something, give him, like, a, a false title. And do you know what? At his age, keeps the mind active. As well. Archivist. Chief archivist. <laughs> I mean, And uh, Nick Garley. Mr. Garley. Uh, young man, you're too gar- Oh, I met Nick Garley. He did. Nick Garley came to my show. He says, uh, dear Charlie, don't, don't worry about me, Nick. I'm, I'm still here. He says, thanks well, for a great night in Leicester. You look taller on the radio. I'd taken my oh, son yeah. <laughs> because I thought it was a family show about goats, but never mind. The uh, stuff no, on owls. Different, different show. Different show. <laughs> this is cream before jam, isn't it? Uh, yeah, he says, the stuff on owls more than made up for it. A fascinating insight. Uh, yes. What's the stuff about the owl owls? Yeah, the, the owl stuff. It's the only rude bit in that show, actually. Oh, really? But, uh, can you, but it's a good bit about an owl. Can you give us any further tips, or do they have to come and well, see I you just, in person? I just, I just talk about what people did in the countryside before like, anything was invented. Right. Really. Okay. And one of the things is mainly, they definitely... You have to come and see the show. <laughs> you uh, need it in context. He says, meeting you in person was a tick on our Natob's pod bucket list. Oh, we had selfies and everything, John. Two more to go, uh, says Nick. We are watching Roger Jean McClark do some performance work in our local Arndale yeah. Centre on Saturday, so that's one of them. Yeah. And the second okay. is wish of avoiding John Cardigan is also still on track. Oh. No offence, John. Well, offence taken. That's horrible. Why would you even say that? What a Thanks, horrible Nick. thing to say. And you're, and you're like the nicest one of the two of us. You can... Uh, in, real, in real life. We can re- we can revoke a fourth number, you know. It's not impossible. No. Can be can't done. Be revoked, John. It can't be revoked, John. Once they're given. I think he's fourth number four in it, guys. Yeah, well, and whatever. And we'll find out. On the ice, uh, you, Mr. Garley, and uh, your delightful son, who's a credit to you. Lovely, lovely young man. And also, uh, to the man who uh, said hello to me on the terraces at Welling... Who said, oh. who said he was a fan of the podcast, um, but whose name I've completely forgotten. <laughs> ah, um, it was very kind, what you said. Did he, he always stay on the eye? He did, and he, oh, he said he always listens in his office, gets loads of people to listen to it. So thank you very much. I only wish I could oh. remember your name. John, this is a disaster. Yeah. You should have said, oh, thanks so much. Maybe you should write us a letter. We'd really He should do. That. Please get in touch you know, with us, mystery man, nationalobsession at gmail.com, because it was, listen, it was really you, nice to meet you. As we were changing ends, he grabbed me as we were changing ends at Welling. Oh. In the in the anger that ensued over the, the 45 yeah, minutes after I met you, him, mate, I, I forgot you it. You just call a, called a physio a c- so. <laughs> 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 Is that all the letters, John? I think that's it. 
that's it, all the letters, and that was this week's Letters from a Listener. When you go, will you send back a letter from a listener? The National Obsession. Is that the end, John? I think that's it. Uh, that's so, it. What so a lovely week. Natob's pod on Twitter. Send us your letters, nationalobsession at gmail.com. Go on to Dude, iTunes. Yeah, leave us a five-star um, rating and a nice review. Yeah, Talky Dulwich. I'll be out on Saturday, John. I'm going to go club shop. Anything you want from the club shop, John? Pin badge? No. Pin badge? I won't a use mug? it. Oh, I a do. Mug? Actually, yes. I need a new mug. Ooh. Mine broke. Oh, for the new building. New Ooh. mug. New building, John. That's well, exciting. Well, I'll, I'll get you a mug, John. Oh, I'll thanks, mate. That'd be great. Pick you a mug up, John. Well, that was it. Thanks for listening to the National Obsession Story. Is, I was on the phone. Yes. Uh, there is one. There is but one final mystery to solve. Four five three five. Yeah, want a little guess, John? Can what I have a, I tell you? Can I please have well, a clue? Is it to do my head in. I'm not going to give you a clue, no. <sighs> That's it for the national oh, obsession okay. this week. Get in touch three four five three five at Nalb's pod. Cheerio on the ice. On the ice. The national obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 